Oi, Iborn! Welcome to a Faded Dream, episode C, of Faded Breaks, the original cannabis and anime experience. I am your host, Elaine Muse, owner, chief executive illustrator, and campaign director of Faded Lane, my illustration studio committed to forging the visual legacies of cannabis brands. This episode is exploring a couple things. I'm just rambling, really, to kind of set this up for the season two finale, which is occurring quite soon. And, uh, you know, wrapping this up at episode 10 formally. But yeah, I guess, unfortunately, not to match, I'm not matching the vibe completely because. It would be cool if, you know, I was high in talking about this. But right now, I am on a THC break. So, we're just going to vibe it out. So, the mixture of things. So, 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 so. say this shit so much. I am getting into... Because I wanted to discuss this months ago. Uh, about insecure. Weed smoking and insecure and getting a bit into the harley cartoon on hbo max and i guess on the holistic side of things tapping into resetting with thco acetate since we're talking about drugs but um before i do that i figured you know, these segments, I was calling them a fever dream. But since I've been doubling down and get more focus on how to represent the brand of all things faded, um, I wanted to call it a faded dream because I think it still works. It's shit that people be saying and coming up with when um, you high or whatever. And I think I know that... Uh, Smoking can turn off like some people's dreaming and shit like that. And then when you come off the shit, you be having some wonky ass dreamy dreams. So I figure, again, it fits. It's on brand. And again, if you, well, not again, if you are not familiar with what a fever dream or a faded dream episode is, it's just a random episode. I tend to do, well, I've done what? I think the two that I did were last season. I don't think I did one this season. But they're just sporadic episodes for me to say some high-ass nonsense. And I think that this could, like, still kind of be in that ballpark. But just as far as, it's not really the merging of ideas so much as me just rambling about weed and entertainment things. Yes, anime experience. You know, entertainment is a long word. <laughs> and given entertainment's pretty broad and since most of the podcast focus focuses on nerd media specifically, it's just easy to say anime. That is like the main seller. But that is not what this segment is highlighting. So getting into, uh, I guess first I want to talk about the Harley cartoon. 
Because I think I've also, as of episode B of A Faded Dream, I do talk about some more encouraging things. And this is an opportunity for me to get more personal. Though, I guess I have really been personal in early episodes. I was literally crying on this bitch. But, yeah, it's just a... It's a vibe, and these episodes are typically under 20 minutes. So, yeah, hop right into it. So, the Harley cartoon. Originally, I guess, you know how the algorithms be now. It's so weird saying that we live in fucking Black Mirror right now. But, um, because I've been in the anime world and video games and shit, I... And I think I've also looked at like some MCU stuff that YouTube started months ago referring the Harley Quinn cartoon like clips to me. And full disclosure, I don't really give a shit about Harley. Even watching the show, I just don't resonate with her character. So I can be amused by Harley, but like this whole thing, like her having her own comics, her being the main character bitches trying to be like her niggas who love joker trying to have a harley bitch like how toxic but uh, yeah it's just it she just never really stuck out to me maybe because she's so pale and i'm not that it just don't be clicking she's yeah i just don't care for her but the show has uh amusing moments The violence is just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just over violence at this point. Cause it's like, this is for adults. And I'm just like, is this what, is this all like uh, adults care about is violence? Is, Is that what adds to the drama for you? But the other thing is that it has like these, or maybe that's the thing with all cartoons. I don't know. It's like it has these, uh, what is it, like the the moral of the episode kind of thing where, you know, episode that really stuck out to me, that I thought it was dope, is the one where Harley has to, I think it was like season one, season two, where she's struggling with making a decision on like a new lair or whatever the fuck. And then she kind of just breaks and Poison Ivy, Dr. Psycho, the shark dude, King Shark, what was his name? And Clayface go in her brain and start going in her psyche to figure out what the fuck is up. And then she keeps saying like, yo, Joker pushed me into the vat of the blah, blah. He made me. And then she goes into the deep buried memories and she's like, oh, no, my ass jumped in this bitch. You know what? I gave that motherfucker, that corny motherfucker, way too much credit for my identity and who I am because I make my own choices and I decide who I am. And, you know, that resonated me because I've been working through similar things. More so our upbringing rather than abusive relationships. Abusive relationships, I've had to work through different shit. But it's ultimately like, isn't that unfortunate that's like, that's how chaotic this world is. Like, abusive relationships are normal. Let, let me just throw that out there. Abusive relationships are normal. That's, that doesn't mean that it's acceptable. It's reflecting that it's 
really that fucking normal. All I can speak on is heteroish relationships when it comes to the male species. Yeah. I mean, I think just throughout time we can see that. I don't know why motherfuckers be trying to dance around this nonsense. But anyway, it was a cool, it was a cool dig, especially when like, she's like, motherfucker, you didn't name me Harley Quinn. My name was Harleen Quinzel. I could have came up with that shit. So I thought that was uh, interesting. And then Joker, the way he's presented, I feel like we're in this era of creators evolving with the time and also reflecting some things about the times like essentially joker's a stepdad i can't remember if he like married the or no i didn't even like watch the episode to find out (laughs) the chick is just his girlfriend of his wife well i guess if he's a stepdad something but he's reformed and is focused on being a good dad and a great partner And it shows like the other side of, I guess, an abuser where they evolve kind of like, you know, if we look at the anime side of things, when you have a character like in My Hero Academia, my lifelong favorite now, where a character like Endeavor is trying to redeem himself because of the chaos and havoc that he evoked on his and that he put on his family and he has to pay for the consequences of that not gonna get into the spoilers or whatever about just how deep his damage goes but now it's he's moving on has realized what a shithole he was and it's always this recurring and that's like the really interesting thing that I do want to potentially look into is people. I mean, I guess it's two different audiences perhaps, but people probably riding Joker's dick about, Oh, he's reformed. He's a great stepdad. And then there's people who are kind of like Shoto taking it personally. Like, nigga, I'm never forgiving a dev endeavor. He's awful. He'll never be better. And it's just an interesting dynamic there and how all this is presented. But yeah thanks to my great friend tori i have access to hbo max maybe i shouldn't say that whatever fuck them niggas they got plenty of money but yeah i decided to start watching the full episodes of season three especially because it's still going what at the time of this recording and it's it's interesting it it almost borders on corny but I guess it's also a reflection of blatant reality and how to deal with relationships. You know, now that Harley and Poison Ivy are officially together and seeing how they have to adapt to one another, how, what their flaws are, what they need to improve on. And we got some Catwoman action and her relationship, like the Bat families, the way that they're being presented and Gordon, it's like, Everybody is shitty and has problems, which eh, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's okay that Bruce gets to be a little clingy bitch and he's presented that way. And all the bad family has their little flaws and personality issues. 
something to adapt to. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say on that before I just hop on over to briefly. Yeah, I don't really think I have much deep to say about insecure and weed other than the last season, maybe the last two seasons of insecure. There was just weed smoking in it. And I don't know, maybe because it, cause it is based in L.A. So it's just the casual nature of it where it's just so normalized. It's not made into a big deal that Issa's smoking, that her and Molly smoke, that her and everybody. I can't remember. I think they did ecstasy or, yeah, these niggas just be doing drugs. And it's not made into... You're just ground, you're just kind of grounded in the reality as if you're actually watching your friends or people you know just live life. And that's dope. Cause I don't know if there's any cartoon or animation that does similar. Because like I said, the Harley Quinn is kind of like I don't get fully immersed in like them niggas ain't my friends. I know they're like super villains and shit, but there's still kind of like a hokey nature to it where it's like, here's a lesson. Whereas I don't know. It just flows more naturally with insecure. And again, it's just, yeah, I, th- I just think it's cool how seamless the weed smoking is how the drug consumption, <laughs> drug consumption is that there's not like a lesson involved. It's kind of like with life where you have to come to your own conclusions. You're not talking to the camera about, well, you know, maybe this blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, nah, I fucked up, blah, blah, blah. Let me call so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that really stuck out to me. I'll get into the resetting with THC acetate after this break. Kanban is officially here to jam, baby, with the Indokanban.com. Don't forget the www in front of it, which is my cannabis art brand personifying the most talented of cannabis molecules as music entertainers, be it cannabinoids like Queen CBD to the zesty limonene of Terpy, the sub group of the band known for k-pop and r&b aesthetics you can represent your favorite molecule or molecules or the entire band with digital products like printable wall art wall calendars 18 months starting from july 2022 and merchandise such as masks gonna need them bitches aprons coasters, backpacks, and other miscellaneous things that will expand over the months to come. If you would like to see the development of the visual note style, be sure to look up Faded Lane, my company that is the oversight. And you can see development via your Faded Hour on my Faded Lane accounts. See videos via Pinterest, the Indokanban Pinterest account, or follow me on TikTok at The Laniverse. Details, links, everything are in the show notes. And 
come enjoy the bay. Okay, so what does the THCO acetate reset have to do with all that shit? Well, because it's it's life and shit. And circling back to that Harley episode where she has to go in her brain and make sense of the fact that she made the decision to become who she is. Joker didn't make her who she is. And that affects her ability to make decisions. So I've been... You know, I consume recreationally and medicinally. And I think, I don't know, to me it's all medicinal in that I get to feel good and I get to learn what it feels like to be balanced and happy and to kind of, you know, develop that habit in becoming the person I want to be. So THCO acetate, I do not consume it daily. Like I be driving across town to spend my five dollars on the shit and what I picked up. Shout out to uh Charm City Hemp again. This one out on Belvedere off of York Road if you're in Baltimore. But um yeah, rolled out there, got like cause they have TCO. It's hemp that's infused with THCO pre-rolls. So I've been grabbing them because it's like two of them for five dollars bet. And then the um, gummies, you get two 25 milligram gummies, five dollars bet. So I grabbed them shits and my thing has been, you know, because I've done shrooms, I've done LSD for. I don't want to just say mental health for holistic reasons, because my mental emotional states can be reflected in my body and I've just been getting more grounded in my body to I don't know I guess when you have been in environments where you're not being treated well your yeah your soul just kind of starts to disconnect (laughs) I was like man this shit sucks and as I've been healing it's been um really a matter of the conclusions I have about myself and my development is that become I'm becoming who I am and that the person who I was up until these past couple years and moving forward was created by my environments and the decision that I made that I've had to go deep in my head and continually dig out like when Harley they had to go deep 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 in this bitch uh subconscious and then there was like a door that had a sign that all the caution tape and shit on it to do not open don't cross blah 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 and I'm kind of I've kind of been in a similar situation where my I buried myself and I it's like I have recollection in my head of when all these traumatic stressful events were happening to me in my developing years and over the years I buried myself as a form of protection because I was being rejected by my environments being ultimately rejected by people who are supposed to care about me and who I got close to and being mistreated by people I was trusting 
So to me, it's like, motherfucker, you, you don't want me. You don't want who I actually am. So to get by, I'll be who I need to be for you to get me to get (laughs) for you to give me what I need to get by. And, you know, not fully having a moment to fully process that, then all that shit kind of coming out over the past three years. That's what led me to start taking shrooms and LSD was because this, like I was in therapy, but then because the people that I've trusted showed that they weren't trustworthy, it's like, why would I trust a stranger when the motherfuckers I rely on or that have been around me for years can't be trusted. So it was difficult for me to be okay with, I mean, some of the therapists that I went to over the years fucking suck or because I wasn't ready to be open about certain things, they just suddenly decided that I was a-okay and I only need to come to therapy every two weeks or that's all they have time for. Or I had a therapist where I ended up being her fucking therapist. I had a, I had two black women therapists who like black people. I know we be on CP time, but not for work and not when you have a fucking patient who has mental issues that you don't even fucking understand yet. So them bitches were just showing up when the fuck they wanted to. And then I was seeing them watching the clock and it's like, yo, I don't feel like I can trust you because you're not even respecting my time. And it took until, I guess it was also like an alignment thing where I had a full meltdown and tantrum over some shit. Like the day of my grandfather's funeral. And I was like, you know what? That was in 2019, like near the end of 2019. I was just like, all right, you know what? I, I'm going to get a therapist. And the motherfucker was an intern compared to all the bitches that I was working with before. And he was an intern at the bitch who I went to who wasn't fucking showing up on time and watching the clock. And then that cunt suddenly don't, I guess she has so many patients. So I guess maybe she didn't recognize me or she chose not to recognize me. I ain't want to say nothing to her because fuck her. But <laughs> an intern did a better job than all these quote unquote professionals. Maybe it's because we're in the same age group and we were able, like we developed a relationship. I didn't feel like I was developing a relationship with those other people. So, but even with him, I was working with him for a little over a year before he moved on. But even with him, I wasn't able to fully open up about things. It wasn't until... I did the shrooms the second time that everything started to come out and I started to accept things that I had put all these layers of bullshit over that, um, yeah, it was time for me to start addressing it and letting those feelings come out and feeling everything. So that's ultimately what consuming the THC OS states for, for me, it's, because it does have like psychedelic properties. I don't I don't get how. I wasn't psyched out. I wasn't seeing shit. It was more like a body high for me. But um 
it's just easier to just drive to the store as opposed to let me call around for some niggas and I got to spend twenty dollars for four grams of shit that smells bad and I always throw up. So um, I am gonna do as I say that I am gonna do like a a trip before this year's over, maybe before Virgo season's over. But yeah, it's it's been a reset in that resetting in that humans we are cyclical creatures so i was i ended us i'm ending cycles of behavior and thinking and feeling as i unleash who i am because that shit don't work for me and it doesn't help me there's no benefit to it i'm the greatest and the greatest gotta be out in the world so that's been my thing. It's been a reset, but I guess more than anything, it's an integration. You end, Once you end the cycles and you become someone new, you become who you are, you become who you decide you want to be, you know, episode of Harley, you know, she's like, oh, I did it. Moving on. It's like in, in the real world, it doesn't necessarily work like that. You got to once you become once you develop the awareness there's still a process of integration. So to me, the THCO acetate helps me to see what that I, what I'm integrating because I only do it once a week and move forward from those conclusions there to integrate into being the greatest. And that's it for this uh, faded dream episode C. So I hope it was informative, enlightening enjoyable for you and as it goes refer to show notes to get in on my email list to follow me on the socials especially as I do the live discussions on twitter spaces clubhouse and breakout the app breakout um yeah that's pretty much it as it goes, my ending for my podcast and I guess videos and everything now is live timelessly, you divine weeb of weed and be healthy out here. If you ain't healthy, get healthy. And if you ain't trying to get healthy, eyeball, we ain't eyeballs because your ass gotta get lost.